Well, hello, sir. Welcome to Applebee's. Would you like apples or would you like bees? Bees? Oh, he said bees. He said bees. Here's your bees, sir. To Super B, I mean Super Bush, a sketch comedy podcast with your host, me, Andrew Bush. This episode of the Super Bush podcast is brought to you by Strippers. Have a paint job you don't like? Get a stripper to turn back time and bring your car back to its former glory. Wait, I'm confused. Oh, paint strippers. <laughs> You meant the dancers. <laughs> That's a silly one. Oh, yeah. Super Bush Show. Here's listening to it. Oh, man. Uh, I have an absolutely... We have an absolutely great show for you today. Me and my guest co-host, Meredith Sunnen, Sundenfelt. <laughs> I don't know. How, how is it? I got to do your intro. How does it go? Sonnefelt. Sonnefelt. Sonnefelt? Sonnefelt. Sonnefelt. Like sauna and then like felt. Like the fabric. Sonnefelt. Yeah. 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 There you go. I'm here with the... Incredible, aspiring producer, Meredith Sonnefelt, very good friend of mine, to come in and be my guest host today on the Super Bush podcast. Hello, Meredith. How are you? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. It's so good to be here. This is so awful. Before I came on, I ate a quarter of a pint of ice cream for breakfast. <laughs> I Only did. a quarter of a pint. A quarter of a hey, pint. That's impressive. You didn't you just eat the whole thing? I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> yeah, I'm lactose intolerant. I don't think I'm going to get through this whole interview. I'm <laughs> no, actually, I'm okay. lactose intolerant. So this is way painful for me. I'm putting myself through pain and the suffering. It's, it's ridiculous. I've been well, wearing. I'm not there with you in person. Yeah. I, have you been, have you been uh, keeping dangerous. in shape? Have you been like working out and working on, working on yourself? You've been doing self and Meredith self-improvements. You know, a little bit. My mom, my sister, and I were really into like running the first couple months I was here because I've been here since like the end of March. Um, so we would go on runs. But since it's gotten hotter, we like haven't been doing that as much. But my next door neighbor started doing MOGA. Her name is Mo. And mm -hmm. so she does yoga. We call it MOGA. And so it's the backyard. It's her, her daughters, and then my mom and my sisters and I. And um, it's like an hour and she'll lead us in yoga and it's so fun and socially distant, of course, but it's fun. It's fun with socialize and like, you know, get into like the yoga, like focus or however people do it for the mental reasons as well. 
like spiritual sort of pathways. Do you feel that? Or are you just kind of like, no, nah, it's just, it's just moving exercise or like have no, people had any, uh, yeah. I don't know. Cause I've had, my thing is, is that you're talking about this, doing it in like times COVID and mental health, I think is so important right mm-hmm. now. And I know I personally have had mental breakdowns over nothing like during this time, just been like, like, oh my yeah. God. I, I feel like it does like kind of get me more focused and like, at least is just an hour where I'm not on my phone. So that at the very least is like probably good for my like eyes and like my brain. And it's outside too. So like being in nature and like the fresh air, I think is helpful. Um, but I don't know. I haven't been there a like, moment. I don't no, know. I just feel like I whenever I meet someone who does yoga a lot, they're very much just like, you know, you know what planet you are. Is it earth? I don't, Jupiter's mm-hmm. aligning. And as a Sagittarius, I'm not a big astronomy person, but I love people who are into astronomy. Then they can tell me that like my Mm -hmm. problems are based off of Jupiter being all fucked up. And I'm like, that sounds right. Like you're in a real shitty mood. You know, it's because your planet's in retrograde. It's moving away from the earth. Right, right. Stupid planet. That is that stupid planet's fault. You know, it's not me. (laughs) That's why I'm not getting sleep. Oh, it's so nice to blame. It, it is so nice to blame my moods on that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like whenever I'm, like, really looking forward to something happening, I check my horoscope, like, every day. And it's so weird. I only do it when I'm, like, really anxious about something. And then, like, right now, like, I haven't checked it in, like, months now because I'm like, ah, nothing's happening. I don't have to <laughs> rely on the planets for anything right now. Now you said that you that you painted your room. Is it because like yes. this is like your childhood room? And I know my room and my house where I grew up, there's little race cars all around. Mm-hmm. Like my mom put race cars in there when she knew I was gonna be a boy and put race I don't know why race cars. <laughs> I've never been I was never like a car kid. So did you were you into something as a kid that like you painted over? What what's in there? I think uh when I was like ten, my parents painted my room or they hired someone to paint my room pink and green it was like bright neon pink and green and over the years I you know put posters up and took posters down and paint or was ripped off from the with the tape and it was just so chipped and like so dirty and just covered in things it was so overwhelming to be in my room and I like wanted more of a calm space and so I painted my room this uh like mint green, I think you could say. I think the color was called cabbage leaf. Um, and it was really nice to do that. And then like, you know, the end result, I see it every day and I'm so happy that I did it because I'd never painted anything before. Um, so it was really fun. Yeah. And now it's an adult room and it's so much more relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I still have like a ton of like my old things on the walls again. Um, another thing I was into as a kid, I was a horse girl when I was like, gosh, eight to like 12 and I had horse posters in my room and I took horseback riding lessons and I was obsessed with horses and I wanted my own horse all that stuff um it was uh, very silly I had like giant horse posters in my room you're laughing about it but oh, I man. feel I feel like I feel like you're kind of like no nah, horses are still pretty fucking cool I've recently got into yeah. horses <laughs> oh you did no yeah no 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 I think the 
the whole like horse girl thing you're just like i i'm not gonna be horse girl anymore i'm gonna grow out of it um, i'm not gonna be horse girl anymore <laughs> not, did your friends come this. over here's my question did your it. friends come over and see the horses the horse posters and they're like oh meredith you're into horses <laughs> that's lame like no trying to hide the posters like that's that's not mine um no, <laughs> that's my sister's that's horse poster what is that doing in here <laughs> How did that get up? No, yeah, I had the posters, and then like my mom would get me like a bunch of horse memorabilia, and like everything I had was horses. So I have like shelves in my room that had like little knickknacks and souvenirs and stuff. And mo- I just went through them when I painted my room. But every other item was a horse, and I was like, okay, I gotta get rid of some of these. There's too many. But clearly, I'm gonna remember like all of these horse things. I just need to keep like one of them just commemorate the time I was a horse girl do and the still, others can go to the next Do you keep that knowledge in your head though? Girls. Do you know like about the different breeds and stuff? Like do you know? <laughs> no, I used to have books uh, of the different breeds but I can't remember any of them. I think I would like circle the ones that I liked though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's actually really adorable. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know why I think when I was a horse girl I really like had the idea in my head that I was gonna get like a chestnut colored horse and I was gonna name it Ginger I don't know why that name is something I wanted to name a horse but that was the name I was gonna use I think you should get an actual horse at yeah, some point I think I should I feel like I feel like I feel like you should you should do it live those dreams make them come true I've always yeah. been terrified of them I'm like they're they're massive you don't know what they're thinking like they're terrifying to me and then i was actually down in mexico and went horseback riding for the first time ever it was a crazy experience so i had this horse this is cabo this is your horse cool cabo hi i'm andrew nice to meet you you know i get up on the horse and the lady's like this is very simple Uh, she tells us beforehand this is very simple they have these reins and in order to make the horse go left you pull to the left and more I made the horse go right, you pull the right. If you want it to go, you give it a little kick and it goes. If you want them to stop, pull back on the reins and it'll stop. And I was like, ah, it's easy. That's like driving a car, piece of cake. I could do that. I get up on the horse. He starts walking, just starts going. Just, and they're like, all right, now pull back on him. Oh, no. So I grab his reins and I pull back on him. And he goes, <laughs> and just keeps walking. Oh, uh, no. And I'm pulling back on him and he goes and he just keeps going and I'm like I can't I can't stop this horse and she comes up and like grabs him and is like come on Cabo like you're really fine the whole time on the whole trail my horse was running off he was going and scratching his belly <laughs> against he was going rubbing up against trees he was like looking at me like he knew I was a bitch that's the whole thing he knew that I was like not going to do anything to stop him and they would be like They'd be like, make him stop. And I'm like, I can't. And they're like, why? I'm like, because when I pull on him, I feel bad. And when I kick him, I feel bad. Like, everything I do, it makes me feel bad. Like, can't we just let him yeah. be him? Let, just let him be himself? He could sense, he could sense your fear and your energy. He could sense, he could sense my weak ass, my, my fear <sighs> of being like, he's a giant horse. I'm just going to try and stay on him. That's it. That's all I'm going to do. Just let the horse be himself. Let him run around, scratch his belly. They're like, pull up on, don't let him eat the grass. And I'm like, can he eat the grass? He's, he's a horse.
Hello, sir. Hello. Excuse me. Uh, my name's James Coleman. Is this the SS Lenore? I'm supposed to be reporting to a, a Captain Holloway. Aye, this be her. Quartermaster Despis at your service. Pleasure to meet you, Greenhorn. What's your trade? I'm sorry? Ye ever be on a sailing vessel before? No. Well, unfortunately, I, I have not. Uh, first time, actually. Arr, well then, I'll make ye a sculler yet. Ye clean the deck and the cabins. I'll get Frog to show you how to tie knots and to get the kin to the sails. Aye, sir. Thank you. Frog! Henrik! Janwe, Come and meet young James Coleman, our new crew boy. Welcome to the crew, James. I am Olanis Orin Vetterson, but all of my friends, they call me Frog. Henrik O'Hara, at your service. And I am Janwe. What brings you here to work on the Lenore? Well, just money, I guess. My family. Well, my mom's been sick, and we don't have much. That's not the cause, laddie. What drives you to adventure? More importantly, what is your range? My range? Ye a baritone, a bass. You look like a tenor. What do you mean? On this crew, boy, half the work is sailing, half the work is singing. Singing? Shantes. Did no one tell you? The Lenore is home to the finest sirens of all the seven seas. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We can tell him, or we can tell him. What does that mean? What does that mean you're going to tell me? Welcome to our ship. Tis the best in the sea. If you're looking for adventure, tis the place to be. Not a better vessel on water or on shore. So look no further, laddie, and welcome, welcome to, to Lord. <laughs> so when you said sing, you really meant singing. Okay. Well, this is just going to happen then, isn't it? Oh, oh, the 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 waves and see the wind in our sails. Sing the song and sing it proud of our many tales. We'll sing and sail and drink and hail until we sing no more. The waves and sky and the air and the stories of the Lord. I don't really think this is for me. Sorry, what's happening? My name is Despis, the quartermaster, yes. You know me by me great old beard and me barrel chest. Fish be me favorite food and grog me favorite drink. The nor she be my home and board and where I fight and sleep. Okay, so you all just sing then. Sing the song and sing it out of our many tales. Sing and sail and drink and wail until we sing no more. The waves and sky they be our crowd for stories of the you go, Frog. Oh, yes, Come on, show us what you got. We want to hear you sing. Hello, my name's Olani. Hello. My friends, they call me Frog. Oh, I yes. like to sing in shanties, and I like to drink in grog. Oh, I like to be at sea, the land I will not miss. Okay. And if I do, I have a cure that I'll just fuck a fish. Oh, 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 Did he just say he'll fuck a fish? Wait a second. Are you gonna just let that go? That he's gonna fuck a fish. Did he just say that? of Lenore. You go now. I'm sorry. I'm a little just confused here. Are we allowed? Oh, no. Maybe 
Asian way pharaoh No man can match me strength Though I'll be wild and pharaoh My back is like a plank I have a sweet young lassie Best lover I've ever had So look the other way boys As I put me cock inside a crab Again He's gonna have sex with a crab Does no one see a problem with that? Is it just me? Wait, did, did he just say he's gonna put his penis in a crab? Henrik! Henrik! I like seaweed on me balls. I have a dirty fetish where I jerk off to seagulls. She makes me lonely. I wish I had a lass. But I don't, and so I fuck a tuna in the ass. Hold on! Hold on! No, no, no! Stop! Sing the song! Stop singing! Stop singing! Stop singing, please! Stop it! Stop it! Stop! Stop singing! This is a horrible song! This is terrible! You all have sex with sea creatures! No, James, it's just a silly song! It's filthy! Uh, James, we are sailors, we say filthy things! Well, know? it's a horrible song, and I very much doubt that Captain Holloway will appreciate you talking about having sex with crabs and fish! Did somebody say my name? Attention on deck! Captain Holloway! What seems to be the problem here? Sir, they were singing about having sex with sea creatures. Ah, the tales of Lenore. What is your name, sailor? James Coleman, sir. And have you sang your verse yet? Well, no, sir. I was... Uh, I was getting the hang of it. Well then, what are you waiting for? Let's finish the song! Take it away, Mr. Coleman. But I don't... Oh, lighty die the waves and see the wind be in our sails. We sing the song and sing it proud of our many tales. We we'll sing and sail and drink and wail until we come no more. The waves and sky they be our crowd for stories of Lenore. Come on, buddy! Yeah, go this! Come on, you're James, ah. I think this song is growing. Yeah. I don't want to fit in, so I'll sing to I suppose. Hey, yes. I think it's weird I hear, and we're a bunch of men. Uh -huh. So I guess if I see one, then I guess I'll fuck a dolphin. What? What? Why? What did I say? Dolphins are mammals and beautiful creatures, you sick. Excuse me, I honestly do not think that I could work next to a man who could do such a thing. Wait, what? Uh, I'm sorry, what? I'm so confused as to where the line is. Dolphins! Dolphins are the line, Mr. Coleman! Now get off this ship! Get off! But I want to sail! Maybe that kind of filth would be allowed on some other ship? But not on the good ship Lenore, that's sir. Right, right. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. Throw him in the brig. We may have him walk the plank All later. Right, you're coming Get with that me, sicko out of here. Get him out of here. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. Get him out of here. Are you all right, Captain? Where on earth do we find men like that? It's just so sad. Well, let's finish the song, men. With pleasure, sir. Oh, oh 
dee dye the waves and see the wind be in our sails. We'll sing this song and sing it proud of our many tales. We'll sing and sail and drink and wail until we can no more. The waves and skies they be our crown. So sing the stories of Lenore. I'm afraid of like murderers. Uh, obviously, I think a lot of people are afraid of them, again. Um, but I was an intern at Oxygen, which is that true crime network. And like that summer, I basically, I didn't have like that many tasks. So I got to like just sit and like watch true crime TV. And that stuff is terrifying. And it's always about like young women who are like walking alone at night and like a murderer stalks them and like, kidnaps them and then kills them and so that was the summer I was afraid to go anywhere alone <laughs> and it's terrible and I like never want to watch true crime tv again um because a lot of it like is that you know the stuff that scares young women mostly and it's crazy because the executives there describe it as like sexy stories when there's like a young woman involved I'm like what the that's not sexy that's all scary and like gross but whatever that's like the entertainment and like business side of it I suppose because it does sell to like a large audience um but it's terrifying and I never um hopefully never will have to deal with like any of my family members getting murdered because that would be horrible is it just like walking around too and like you see somebody and it's kind of like is that person a murderer sometimes sometimes I'll see people who just like <laughs> you're gonna laugh at this I'll see people who like look like they would shoot at the school have you ever seen someone like that yeah yes yeah, yeah. And that's <laughs> not funny but it's like so weird that I've I've like had this conversation with people um we just see people who look like they would kill if they have the opportunity <laughs> this is this is sort of the the uh, a male privilege thing um that a lot of guys have that we don't that men don't talk about or whatever but a lot of times if i'm walking alone down a dark street at night and i see another guy walking towards me like part of me is just like what if he's a murderer and then i just kind of have the second thought of like why would he want to murder you there's no you have there, that would be such a dumb kill there's no thrill in that. It wouldn't be a sexy true crime story, <laughs> basically. Right. So I'll also do that thing which is like, hey, sup, dude, sup. And then I go, fuck, he thinks I was a murderer. I have these old acne scars. I have a very friendly face, but I have the scars all over my face. So I can look well, a little bit murdery. So sometimes- To be fair, I've never, to be fair, I've never thought that of you. I've always thought you were a friendly person. <laughs> I've worried because I've said hi to people. If I say hi to people before, I've, I've, I've scared people by accident. Be like, hello. And they'd be like, ah! And I'm like, oh no, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. Oh, right. I'm terrifying looking. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> well, then you just have to say something like silly or funny. And they're like, oh, this guy would never murder anyone. Well, that's part of it too, is that as I walk down the street sometimes, if I see someone, if I see like a young woman walking towards me i'm like she thinks i'm a murderer so i'll start walking goofy i'll be like in a big stride and i'll be like murderers they won't think murderers don't walk like this have you ever seen a murderer that like is calling attention to himself by walking goofy i don't know maybe that makes it worse God, no, maybe be like right. it's the goofy walking murderer <laughs> <laughs>
Right before he murders someone, he walks really silly. I'd say keep going for the goofy walk. I support yeah. it. I, I don't really do that. I just, I, I just wouldn't. My whole thing is that it's like I, I do walk the street at night when it's dark and have like no fear, which is such like a male fucking privilege thing to say. And it's just, mm -hmm. it's, it's such a, like a white male privilege to say, to be fucking honest with you. It's just like, ah, I'm just walking down the street. No one's going to bother me. Boop, 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 boop. I mean, it totally depends on the street. I feel like, I mean, we don't have to get into those details, but like, yeah, I don't feel like that all the time, which is yeah. good. Hello? Yes, hello, ma'am. This is Dr. Door Bed Shoes Lamp. Is this Kristen? Oh, yes, this is she. Hello, Dr. Dorbid Shoes Lamb. Can I help you with something? Uh, yes, um, I've been looking over your medical charts here, and uh, I'm looking at them right now. And yes, yes, no, no, no doubt at all. You are, you, you are pregnant with babies. <gasps> you got a bunch of babies. You have a bunch of babies all up in your butt. Uh, I'm sorry, my, my butt? Yes, well, well, that's just the doctor medical terminology, but yes, you are with child. C congrat congratulations! <gasps> what wonderful news! Congratulations! Yes, happy, good, that's a good sign, all, all right. right. Wow, I'm pregnant. I cannot wait to tell my husband. Oh, hold on, you might want to hold off on that for just a moment. Oh, why? Well, see, your ultrasound here is showing some very strange results. Strange? How? Well, for starters, there's more than just one baby. Twins? No. <gasps> Triplets? Uh... Quadruplets? Uh... Okay, Doctor, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what's after quadruplets, so that just seems like a lot of babies. Ma'am, you have like seven babies. Like seven? Seven entire babies, full on. They're like all up in there, smooshed together. What? What do you look like? Huh? What do you look like? Um, I'm about 5'6". Yes. I have green eyes. Uh-huh. I was in there last week, don't you remember? Red hair? Out with it! Are you a black woman? A white woman? A Chinese woman? What kind Excuse of woman me? are you? I'm asking you what you look like. See, we professional doctors, we ask serious doctor questions like this. We ask questions all the time to people about what they look like. It's to help us determine things. Well, I'm of Caucasian descent, if that's what you're asking. And your husband, he is... Well, he's Korean. Oh, really? Korean? Well, now I'm just even more confused. Why? Good heavens, what could be wrong? Well, ma'am, here's the thing. One of your babies is an African-American baby. Really? I don't know how that's possible unless... Wait, how can you even tell that from an ultrasound photo? Well, you see, he's the tallest of all of the babies, and he's wearing some pretty stylish sneakers. What? Now, looking at this here, two of them have red hair and are white, like how you described yourself. So we can rule them out and be like, those are definitely yours. But I'm suspicious of these other babies in here. Hmm. <laughs> How can you even tell skin color and hair color or anything like that from a ultrasound photo? Ma'am, there are quite a few issues here that I have to get through with you before we can get into all of that more medical stuff, please. I'm sorry, I'm just confused. Seven 
twins or whatever you call them, and some are black and some are white. And I, well, yes, for most part, some of them are black and some of them are white. Now, one of them appears to be some type of Latino. What? Some type of Latino? How can you tell? Well, it's very difficult. I'm guessing maybe Peruvian, possibly Argentinian. But I can tell you this: that he is a painter. He's a Latino painter. This is so confusing. A Peruvian painter. Ma'am, I told you I cannot tell from an ultrasound if he is Peruvian or Argentinian. I said he may appear Peruvian. Yeah, but he paints. What does that even mean? Because of the paintbrushes in his vest. He has paintbrushes in his vest. Ma'am, please. Now, I'm going to have to give you some bad news now. So please try to remain calm. What? What could it even be at this point? Ma'am, one of your babies is disabled. What? Oh no. No, no, it's okay. That was okay. The baby, he will be fine, but he is in a wheelchair. My, my baby, my fetus is in a wheelchair. Yes, and one of them is a cyclops. A cyclops. Yes, he has just one eye, but he looks like he's really cool. Like maybe he's into hip hop. I don't know. He's got his what? gloves on, but the. Wait, are cut wait, off. wait, 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 cool. wait, 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 okay, a cyclops, an African-American, yes. a kid uh-huh. in a wheelchair, let me guess, one of these boys is redheaded and wears glasses? Yes, I was going to say, one of your babies is a nerd, but you guessed it. Doctor, are you sure you're looking at an ultrasound right now? Of course, I would never. Are you 100% sure you're not looking at a picture of the Burger King Kids Club from like 1994? Oh, I... Yeah, and Kidvid is not a cyclops. He's just wearing like ski goggles or something. Whoa, I'm so sorry. It appears I may have made a mistake. Yeah, and the redheaded one is named Boomer and she's into sports. Oh my goodness. Yeah, looking at this now, this is definitely a poster from 1994 for the Burger King Kids Club. I'm so sorry, Kristen. I I must have misplaced your chart somewhere. Let me take a look over here for a second. So sorry about this. Oh my. All right, here we go. Uh, Kristen, stage three cancer. Well, yeah, I knew I had cancer. That's why I was surprised when you said I was pregnant. I'm so sorry. This usually doesn't ever really happen. Uh, It looks like the cancer has progressed and we're going to have to use a more aggressive treatment. (sighs) Well, to be honest, I'm just relieved. Really? Why is that? I didn't want a redheaded child to be into sports. (laughs) I mean, could you imagine the cost in sunscreen alone? Have yourself a great day. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, who knows? Could be my last. <laughs> oh, goodness. You've got that right. Hey, <laughs> you should go out there and do something fun, you know? <laughs> yeah, all right. Bye-bye. See you later. Or not. <laughs> oh, you got me. You keep that sense of humor. <laughs> all right, Kristen, you have a great day. Bye-bye. All right. Bye, Dr. Dorbin Shoes Lamp, if that's even your name. What a quack. What is what is your go-to joke? Do you have a go-to joke? My go-to I was like, joke. Yes. 
Oh man. Okay. You know, I can't think of my go-to joke. I feel like it's um I wrote on my resume one time that I was doing stand-up like down at the bottom. Yeah. And they and the the interviewer goes, "Ah, oh, says you're a that you're working on being a stand-up comedian." I said, "Yeah, yeah, it's true." And I said, "Really? Uh, can you tell us a joke?" And I panicked and I went, "Uh, sure. Uh, how do you sell a deaf guy a chicken?" Hey, wanna buy a chicken? Oh my god. <laughs> and they looked at me like, oh god. That's not a cool joke to tell. And I was like, like, yeah, no uh, shit. I I realized that after as soon as I was telling it, this joke is not cool. <laughs> I'm assuming you didn't get the job. No, I did not. They were like, get the no. fuck out of here. <laughs> Okay, well, we will let you know. Yeah, they're like, hmm, this was really good. We were all nodding our heads until you just did that. We do not like that type of humor here here at the Presbyterian Church. I don't know why I was applying there, but. I feel like I, you know what? This is inspiring me to have like a better go-to joke. Um, but I feel like it's uh, like, why did the cookie go to the hospital? Why? Because he was feeling crummy. Or, okay, here's another. This is actually another really good one that, uh, that my uncle taught me. Um, what's the best time to go to the dentist? What time? 2.30. Tooth, Tooth hurty. Hurty. <laughs> That's a classic one. Oh, wait, now they're all coming to me, all the jokes. Okay, okay. Why couldn't the bicycle stand up? Because it was too tired. <laughs> Drop the mic right there. There you go. There you go. That's, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Meredith. Thank you for coming on and being on a part of this, being a part of this crazy experiment. Of course. All right, that is the end of this week's show. Thank you so much to my guest co-host, Meredith Sonnefelt. Thank you to the amazing, incredible Felicia Bush. And uh, join me next week. I'm going to start releasing some uh, sketches on Monday. And then every Friday, we'll be back here, just like next week. Thank you guys so much for uh, listening. And if you enjoyed this, make sure you share with your friends. Let them know that we're here. Have a good rest of your day. <laughs>